Getting married, redecorating, fancy a new car, or just a spell in the sun. It's been hard over the last 24 months, but Armagh Credit Union is with you every step of the way. From home improvements to life adjustments, turn to us. Loans with Armagh Credit Union. Call in and speak to us today. In, in Dublin before, I've done in science, so it was a bit far moved, and it was actually in Dublin where I just actually got one of them Google photo reminders where it's like, oh, look at what you were doing six years ago. It was me just doing research on pizza places, so that's how long that I was just yeah. interested in this, but it was in Dublin actually that I went to an artisan pizza place and they were just selling directly onto the street and all, the only thing I knew about pizza was, you know, the, like one of the big guys and get a pizza and I had this wood-fired pizza and it just tasted like a different food and it just was amazing and I, ever since then I was like, this is what I want to do, you know, this, I, I really think this could do well, so. Yeah. That was the voice of Matthew Sherry. The County Monaghan native is the owner of the latest addition to Armagh's Upper English Street. This is the first in a serial of Armagh Eye podcasts featuring young entrepreneurs sponsored by the Armagh Credit Union. Matthew opened Basilean, an artisan pizzeria, in the city less than two months ago. He realised his dream of opening his own restaurant after tasting his first artisan pizza while studying science in Dublin. From that moment, much to the surprise of his parents, he began researching and learning the art of pizza making. Two months on, we caught up with Matthew to talk about why he chose Armagh, how the trade has been going, and the logistical nightmare of installing a bigger than expected pizza oven. We'll, uh, we'll get started. Uh, so, do you want to introduce yourself first then? Yeah, my name's uh, Matthew Sherry, 26, uh, and I just set up a new business about five weeks ago now uh, in Armagh on Upper English Street and it's called Basilean and we for now we're just selling wood fired pizzas and garlic breads and yeah uh, we've been blown away with just how well it's been going like and um, especially suppose not not being a a, a local how have yeah, you find no, that? I'm, I, People ask me what what took you there, man. Like, and I honestly don't have a solid answer. I just uh, um, came to the town, and I was I was researching different towns, and I came there, man. I just I went to the coffee shops, and I seen they were just really busy, and the people seemed so down to earth, and I was like, I feel like I could really be at home in this town. You know, yeah. it might be a good good shout, and I just went for it. But it's all of that sort of come true. I went back to the same coffee shop then yesterday and I'd never met him but the barista knew me and the business and was just saying how he's going to come in and how he's heard his good things and yeah no they're just uh, it's a really good community. Yeah and just very is that what you feel very supportive? Very supportive it's been unbelievable yeah just all the the business owners that are near me they've all come in multiple times and just offering a hand, anything they can do, reposting on social media and stuff and all that's really important when you're when you're starting off and it's been just so supportive. Yeah. So um no, and yeah. So I mean but uh, have you relocated completely to Armagh now yourself or are you still living no, still no, travelling? Travel, yeah. Um 
having real lives making the move like you know <laughs> um but we're, we're traveling for the minute and um yeah no we're sl slowly uh liking the place more and more and maybe considering that but uh um for now it's just like a great home for the business yeah so and i mean Suppose, suppose back in, in, in Monaghan, what what you know what was what what was your job? What were you doing? Uh, so I actually was studying in, in Dublin before. I was studying science, so it was a bit far removed. And it was actually in Dublin where I just actually got one of them Google photo reminders where it's like, oh, look at what you're doing six years ago. And it was me just doing research on pizza places. So that's how long that I was just yeah. interested in this, but it was in Dublin actually that I went to an artisan pizza place and they were just selling directly onto the street and all, the only thing I knew about pizza was, you know, go to like one of the big guys and get a pizza and I had this wood-fired pizza and it just tasted like a different food and it just was amazing and I, ever since then I was like, this is what I want to do, you know, this. I really think this could do well. So, yeah. so science went out the window then. Science went out the window, and my parents were just devastated. And but uh, now they're, they're very supportive now. Yeah. And, and did you stick at the degree, or I, I stuck at it? As, yeah. As, uh, you know, I I contemplated a lot on whether will I go do this now to finish my degree. But you know, I just said I was over halfway through it. That's it, and I'd finish it. Yeah. And I'm glad I did. But pretty much as soon as it finished, I was like, right, how, how do you go about doing this? How do you get a business off yeah. the ground? And yeah, no, uh, I done um, post-grad then in, in entrepreneurship, but with COVID it was all sort of online and stuff, but it, you know, it was still really good and it helped me to sort of get the practical elements in, yeah. like, you know, uh, it's great to have a vision, like, but to actually to, yeah. to put that into something and then have someone walk in the door and you're like, oh, this is it, like, you know, that's something else, so. Um, but obviously, yeah. so you, you said, so where, where did the, the kind of, when did the, or where did the planning start? What did it start with? Did it start with the pizza or where you were going to locate this? Well, the planning started with the pizza. I was like, first and foremost, like, the product ha has to be good like you know it was all all about the product and then everything else was like the how do we get this to the people you know yeah. and um yeah i yeah no i i considered a few places like our man yeah. wasn't just definite top of the yeah. list like um but uh, there was good outlets available yeah. in Arma and then as I was saying like just the community seemed really just just down to earth like you yeah. know and uh, that's what really drew me to here you know it came to the point where I was just like yeah it just it has to be here first you know yeah and uh, I suppose with the pizzas you know was it a case of, of looking at what others had done or were you kind of trying to think outside the box or, or, or what way did it go with that? Yeah, no, well, I definitely like looked at what others had done, uh, you know, to get inspo, but I can't say that I just copy and pasted anyone. You, you're always, you take the elements that you like and you just leave, leave the things you don't and then what you come up to at the end just 
is your own so a lot of market research or just eating pizza as opposed to yeah. come up with, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> with what was happening it's been a lot of a lot of pizzas eaten you know and uh as we wait when you you know is it yourself that cooks the pizzas yeah yeah, yeah. so i'm like an, an owner operator you might call it and you know for now that's really good and to be that close to the, the product yeah. and you know whenever people come in and they're like they're really oh, like, what kind of training really did, did you need to be able to to kind of yeah do no, um uh, i just worked in a, in a wood fair pizza so i spent right, right. a long time researching to find someone who sort of the pizza wise done what i wanted to do and then just approached them and said and was very upfront. I was like, I want to open my own place. Uh, yeah. Armad in my head, you know, because you can't really approach them and say you're going to open next door. Like, I was yeah. like, it's going to be an Armad. Yeah. So don't worry about it. Can, will you show me, you know, yeah. how you do it? And yeah, he needed staff at the time. And he was like, absolutely, you know. No. Uh, and I suppose that, that's, that, you know, that, that's, that's probably really good to have that, that support in the yeah, community or whatever. you know than I thought it would be actually um, because not only did he show me how to cook pizzas and how to make uh, good pizzas he uh, networked with me and all, like I got to join in with his network of his suppliers and all and anytime I approached someone I could just say oh I, I worked yeah. with him and uh, did instantly knew you know I'd sort of know what I wanted and all and you know it, it was going to be easy and that, that definitely helped me get some good suppliers because there's a lot of like supply issues now at the minute and supply constraints so yeah approaching the supplier being like I already know what I want and and, and I suppose it's yeah, very it's specific in the pizza world I mean you know you know if you're if, if mozzarella is running low you're in trouble uh yeah it what kind of what kind of um sort of sort of just have you experienced is that just due to COVID, the brexit and things was, like that yeah well brexit hasn't it's by the time i got going in it sort of yeah. sorted itself out for the most part uh but there was rumors and i don't know where they started or how they went around that there was going to be a flower shortage and the second there's a rumor there's going to be a flower shortage everyone overbuys and there is a shortage so yeah. so that's happened recently where like if everyone just kept buying the normal thing, yeah. we all would have been fine. But so the pizzas were like an extra thin then for a few weeks, were they? Uh, well, luckily <laughs> I, I was one of the people who actually went overbought, so you know I'll, I'll take a bit of the blame. Yeah. Uh, no, but no. <laughs> I, I suppose when you you set up, I mean, obviously one of the things that that, that you know strikes you when you come in is is that is that you know the wood fired pizza, uh, that the oven. Yeah. I mean, you know how much work did it take oh, to get that put in place i have some photos like that would just shock you and it's not ready to release them <laughs> the minute. but uh yeah that, that was we got that shipped in from italy and there was a huge wait time to get it and it comes in these huge concrete sections essentially and there's just no way a human or even a group of them could lift it so we had to get um like small cranes that you could fit inside a building to lift it and this my girlfriend done like time lapse she was sort of like trying to keep track of the progress and all and it's just these little cranes lifting this oven together like um yeah no it was tough it was tough getting it in there and 
and when, once I had it built, yeah. it came time to sort of decide how we were going to design the place. Yeah. And a lot of kitchens keep their own, like it's not a focal point or anything. Yeah. I was like, I put so much work into that, I'm putting a big piece of glass and I want everyone to see it, like, yeah. you know? Yeah. So if you go into the place, we have a like, huge sort of low, low counter and a big piece of glass and you can see the pizzas yeah. being made and, you know, I think that's good because with handmade pizzas, it's artisan and it yeah. takes a lot of skill. So why not let people? I suppose it's dinner and a show. I suppose yeah. It's why not let people it's see their dinner being made and yeah. and instead of just getting it and yeah, I think it adds adds something to the business. So yeah. yeah. And what has sort of been the reaction then to, to, to people starting to come in? Yeah. No. Uh, it's been really good. Anyway, um, I think that, like a lot of people don't say that whenever they're in, but like. I sort of like look at them and they, to see if they are watching and to do watch you making the pizzas and all. It's sort of just like it's something to look at. Like yeah. if you ever go to any takeaway, it's like oh, where do you look? And my test was going to be to see the people would they rather go on their phones, you know, the temptation yeah. of their phones, or would they rather watch the pizza being made? So every time I was making the pizza for that first couple of weeks, I'd sort of take a look over and see, and they yeah. were all watching the pizzas being made. So yeah. I sort of knew. Uh, it was worthwhile going all that effort, you know. And I mean, when you were starting up, was there any things that you didn't think you were going to have to be doing or you didn't think of at the time that were maybe complications along the way? Oh, so many, like, complications threw themselves up. Like, uh, we had, like, a click-and-collect system, but and it was really good. Um, that be able to have people come in and order for a specific time their food be waiting for them there it was really convenient but then we started getting busier and it started getting hard to manage people coming in the door and on the click and collect so we had to just uh, turn it off for a while and yeah our capacity we sort of like I, I thought I'd overshot how, how much space we need and all but within about three weeks I was like oh we're probably a bit undersized and we're already replacing some of the equipment we got in and um, because it's, it's just too small so like that's a that's a good problem yeah. to have I yeah. suppose um, but it still takes time to sort yeah. it out and you know I didn't think I'd be replacing equipment so soon so yeah it's yeah. good it's well, that's, I suppose that's it you know you know that first investment is always a bit of a worry uh, I suppose you never want to go too big or yeah. or go too expensive and think yeah no um yeah it definitely takes a lot of investment that's uh and that's that's hard you know to see for the took months to get the business going and you know you've set aside this money to, to build the place and then by the end of it it's all gone like and you're like oh you know you have to accept that maybe not one person would come in the door like you know if that's a possibility you just that's what yeah. i had to tell myself you know if no one comes in the door or if one person comes in the door is it still worth it to have taken that chance and that was an obvious yes for me so yeah um yeah i didn't didn't mind making no. the investment and and yeah. now it's the same again we're more replacing the equipment it's like you know it's, you know it's justified itself and yeah and i suppose just future proofing the business so that exactly, you, you know yeah. it's, it, it's going to be ready for that yeah. but i mean you know you know, at your age, how how were you able to, to raise the funds? Was it just working or, or? Uh, it was working and my partner she also runs her own business. 
Right. So so she contributed a lot as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I honestly no idea. We just slowly it was working and yeah, and definitely didn't have a huge um, budget. So anywhere we could save money, where if I could do something myself, I would. Yeah. Like I probably shouldn't say this, but like we really struggled to get a tiler in, and I never knew how to tile before. I was like. I never wanted to learn how to tie but I was like, you know what, it'll push the project on yeah. by six weeks because they were like, oh, there's a six week wait time. I was like, I'm going to get on YouTube and I'm going to learn yeah. how to tile. So yeah. yeah, no, I really put a lot uh, a lot uh, of work into the place like, and I think that's what young entrepreneurs have to do. You're sort yeah. of uh, flying by the seat of your pants, as I say, like, you know, just doing whatever you can just to get get the ball rolling you yeah. know and then once it's going and you know then you can do things properly again you can replace things and all but just just get it started you know yeah and i suppose it all starts as I suppose as you, you know as with yourself just starts with one idea pretty much yeah no i, I can remember the moment like just in, in that street in dublin and you know there was just this the buzz of the city and just um, being instantly like this is what I want to do this is the yeah. business I want to go into like but you know for for some people it's not that easy and they sort of like they kind of have that entrepreneurial spark but they're not quite sure where they can take that or yeah. what they want to do like so so I was lucky in that regard yeah. you know and did you have any moments where you went oh goodness what have I done um, yeah, no, there's been a few. Yeah, that building that oven uh, was was definitely one of them. Um, yeah, I suppose the moment it probably arrived, you kind of just looked at it and went, "What yeah. is happening here?" I I kind of anticipated before it ever started that you know there was going to be difficult moments, but what I wanted to be was so far in that I couldn't turn back. <laughs> so thankfully, I was I was definitely too far in that I just had to keep pushing forward and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it sort of worked out, you yeah. know. And I suppose it, it, it's the thing is as well, you know, you took a risk as well because you know you might not have known the people of Arma in general that well, so didn't yeah. really know whether this was something that they were going to to like, or did you just believe in the product so so much that you were like, well, of course they're gonna like it. Yeah, no, I definitely had doubts, and I sort of wanted to tame my expectations that, um, it, you know something that might do well in the city just mightn't have enough uh, traction in, in, a, in a small town but there was a few times throughout the build where I'd go back to the city and sort of retry the pizzas and every time you'd take one bite I'd be like this just has to yeah. has to be able to sell you know yeah. I just can't can't envision a world where it doesn't you know there's not enough yeah. people that like it so no. I suppose five five weeks in as well. So you you maybe you were maybe you were kind of like the first week, you were probably like right. It's just new. Was that kind of ever going through your head? Where you were like yeah, the first no, week, you kind of went. Oh, it's just because new people are coming in. You know, trying yeah, to keep no, that. Yeah, definitely think there's there's a curiosity boom at the start. You yeah. know, um, so uh, one of my, my favorite moments because we we talked about what it's going to be like, and it's like you know even if it is booming at the start for the first week or whatever it's just people because everyone that comes in no one's tried it before like yeah. but then there's a moment where this young guy who must have been 
15 or 16 came in and tried pizza and a couple hours later came back and was like it was really nice I like another one and I was just you know taken aback like because I was like I love pizza and I, I don't even think I go back the same day <laughs> so I was like yeah. oh you know it's, it's good that to see our yeah. first return customer and then since then we've had people come back every weekend nearly and yeah. stuff and it's good to see that it's slowly building from yeah what's 100% of people have never tried it to people who've eaten it every weekend and and seen that like it consistently so yeah. yeah and has any of that science degree played a role in any part maybe putting together the the oven might have been maybe a little yeah it'd be a bit of a stretch to say that it helped me honest, but uh, um no it, it did that definitely in, in in any food business you know it's there's a lot of like um, hygiene aspects and all and making sure that your premises is is hygienic and safe and whenever I worked in labs that was also the case yeah. so definitely overlapped it's something I found quite easy to do yeah. you know was the, the hygiene aspects and and um, how to keep the place how to keep on top of that and yeah. systems of record people and all that so yeah no I guess it helped in that regard yeah yeah yeah. Uh, or maybe I just like to think, you know, yeah. those four years contributed something. <laughs> and can you remember the first customer then? Uh, yeah, well, the first, very first customers that came in were family, you know, you can always count on family. Yeah. But then I remember the first, uh, was a woman who came in and me and my partner, she decided she'd work with me for the first few weeks just to, you know, yeah. to, to help out. And we both just sort of looked at each other like, do you do you know her? And she was like, "Do you know her?" <laughs> and we were like, "No." So you know, this this is the the first one, like, and yeah. it's sort of like a here we go moment, yeah. you know. But it was as you said, because when you know when you had a load of family and friends or whatever come first, it probably was odd because yeah. it probably didn't feel like a business at that point. No, it probably no, just felt like a family gathering or something. Felt like a family gathering, and they sort of hung about longer than customers yeah. would, and you know, I was sitting chatting with them instead of like you know, working, so it was definitely a bit odd, but then, yeah, whenever they all cleared out and and we had strangers come in, like, it was great, and yeah, no, it was great to talk to them, you know, yeah. especially, there's not a lot of businesses that you go into where it's the owner of the business is also the one yeah. serving you like, so they were there, very curious, and they are like, oh, yeah. interested if we were the owners and, and about our background, and and what we were doing in RMI, you know, because yeah. like, th this is their home, like, and yeah. and uh, we just pop up on the street someday, and I'm like, oh, you know, no, no. what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I suppose, you know, the only other thing is really, you know, what would you sort of say to anyone, you know, that that's maybe has that bright spark of an idea? Uh, um, there's a lot I could say, actually, you know, it's definitely, uh, something I'm very interested in is business and entrepreneurship and uh, but I just say uh, like start the business that you, you can start you know keep uh, keep it a, a bit realistic but always have the vision you know you, you can have the grand vision but like you got to take the small steps to get there and like you know I'd love to have a hundred stores across Ireland and the UK and everywhere but like it all starts with that 
pan cranking that crane up to get that oven built you know you got to start with the small steps so don't be afraid of them and that it's about uh, it's about the process you gotta enjoy it all like you know uh, it may have been difficult tiling that floor and building it but you know we smiled and laughed along the way and yeah, you, you really got to just enjoy the moments and not think that oh, whenever you get open, that's when you're going to be happy with the business and all, because it's never complete with the business. You know, just when you think it is, you have to start replacing things. You want to try a different marketing strategy. You got new products to bring in. You know, it's really, it's a, it's a, like a lifestyle choice, you know? Yeah, yeah. So. And I suppose, we, you know, we, we, with the business, you know, is that your, your is that your your dream is to, to kind of push it and make yeah, the business bigger definitely and, and yeah no i'd love to but i'm definitely you know not, not going to rush anything it's i really want to take it slow and, and yeah. do things right and uh, make sure that if we do grow it that it's not at the cost of anything important yeah. you know i suppose like, like the, the, the pizza obviously you know it started with that lovely slice of pizza that you had in dublin yeah you know you don't want to ever stray away from exactly. that being what it's about that's that it has that. to be you know yeah. with it and because it's such everything's handmade and all like the people i need to bring in they can't just be students who need a bit of extra money it needs to be someone who actually has a passion for food and is really interested in the process and the, the history of pizzas even if i wouldn't have thought so until i started looking into it so rich and and the Italians that take it very seriously during training, I work with a few Italians, and like if you if you said anything bad about pizza, they were genuinely insulted, you know. Yeah. So and, and I suppose it's like as well we've become accustomed to probably thicker dish pizzas and things like that as well. Yeah. Whereas they'd probably look in on uh, a bit disgusted at it sometimes yeah, as well. Yeah. Well, what to be fair, we've had a lot of our locals in being thankful. They've obviously tried Italian style pizzas. Actually there was one girl who came in and she explained she, she this was her second time coming in, how she came in and thought, oh Italian style pizza and she'd been to Naples, which is the home of pizza in Italy. And she said she brought the pizza home, got a glass of wine, got into her pajamas and she opened it up and when the smell hit her she said she just felt like she was in Naples and yeah. that's really sort of the best compliments you like, could get that that was uh, um yeah one of the best compliments we could get and you know we contemplated making a uh, a slogan for the business which was basilean cheaper than going to naples <laughs> but uh with, with them cheap Ryanair flights now it's yeah. you know <laughs> and it's with basilean where, where that that kind of where did the name come from yeah or? no I, well like when i was making pizzas we include fresh basil on it, and I think um, I just love the smell of it. I think it's uh, one of the most fresh aspects of the pizza that sort of separates you from the other ones that are sort of like, you know the frozen goods and stuff on them, and it's all very mass produced and stuff. Yeah. So um, and then the the flavour of the basil just goes really well with the pizza. So I think the best bite on the yeah. pizza is the one where you, you're biting into the basil so it's like oh i have to include that somewhere and then yeah we just picked lean because it sort of yeah like, it just rolled really well so yeah we decided to call it the basil yeah. lean yeah and any any sort of bizarre uh i suppose when you were designing a menu did you have any bizarre attempts uh, uh, interesting yeah. toppings or anything yeah like that? no i definitely uh 
always been interested in, in trying a, a duck pizza, I think. Right. Because that's my, my, my favorite meat, essentially, you know. And I've never made one to this day, but I've just always wanted to put, yeah. you know, that's my, my number one food, my number two food together. So it might be a special some, some week Someday or something. Someday I'll something. try it, yeah. yeah. I'll see, I have to do it right or I might end up ruining pizza and duck for myself, so. <laughs> No, no, no. Listen, Matthew. As, as I said, no. Thank you very much for for You're coming down to chat for us. Thanks so much for the invite. And, uh, best of luck for the future as well. Thanks, really appreciate it. <laughs>